Hello, everyone, and welcome back to My Pleasure, my, my podcast for My Pleasure. We have a guest here today. Welcome back, Dave. Hello. Hello. Hi. <laughs> it's good to be here. Hi. Hello. How are you? It's good to be here as well. I see you've gathered some pretzels. Are you planning on I'm eating those on eat. mic? No, I th- made a mistake. <laughs> I brought pretzels to the podcast, but I'm not going to eat them because they'll be too noisy. It's like okay. you, what's the saying? You brought a gun to a knife fight? That's, you brought that's, pretzels to a podcast. Yeah. I mean, there is a saying. Yeah. I think it, you usually say bringing a knife to a gunfight. Oh, wait, really? Well, I think so. Mm-hmm. It's like when you're underprepared. It's like, well, you just brought enough knife to a gunfight or something. When I used to go to internet cafes. Okay. And play Counter-Strike with uh, boys. What? What? How old were you when this was happening? This was like a couple of weeks ago. No, come on. If you're looking at this, then you're distracted and you're not podcasting with me, okay? So can you keep your eyes on? <laughs> My eyes are up here. Okay. <laughs> I'm it, not supposed to look at the... At no. The, okay. You're just looking okay. at me. Sorry. And it's like, is this your first time having a conversation with another person? That's what I have to ask myself. Come on. Okay, so you were playing Counter-Strike with boys? When well, no, now you don't get to know about it. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I, it's your podcast, man. Um, no, but welcome back to the show. Oh, it's thank great you so to much. have you. It, we, the listeners really enjoyed you, and they, mm. they, they wanted you Am back. I the only guest in the history of this podcast? Of this version of this podcast? Yes. Right, okay. And Donut. Donut is here. She will remain quiet. Well, let's see. Yeah, when you hold the mic to her phone to the to her uh, mouth, it seems like maybe that's a fun gag. But I don't really think listeners at home are. You, you do a lot here that you really don't know. Podcasting, I don't. I actually, like maybe you should go. That's fine. No, no, no. Okay, I'm here. I'm focused. I'm not going to do any. Okay. Let's, yeah, it's like, um, are you? But but really, Dave. Yeah. Like, look me in my eyes. Are you I, okay? Yeah, I'm good. I'm are very good. Are you here? Are you? How I'm do here, you feel? I'm present. I feel good. I'm tired. Are you nervous? You seem nervous. I've never been nervous to be a guest on your podcast. No, I'm okay. happy. This is fun. You're happy. Yeah. I never heard you say that before. Well, I'm lying. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I'm looking forward to this podcast. It'll be. We'll see what happens. Okay. So you were like, I've got some cool stuff to talk about. And I'm, oh, was that, were you bluffing? No, I've got stuff. Okay, cool. So first of all, I figured let's, let's kick it off. Look, we're recording this. It's kind of the first work day of 2023, Uh right? January 3rd. That's famously the first work day. Um, Well, not, (laughs) okay. Yeah. But you know, usually. Uh, It's not, certainly not famous for being the first work day. Oh. But sure. Okay. So why not? Well, because oftentimes, like, the New Year's Day is, like, on a Wednesday, and then the first work day is, like, January 2nd. I've never heard of it being on the 2nd of January. That is... What? I've heard it on the 6th. I've heard it on the 3rd. I've never heard it on the 2nd. Because if the fir- if the whole reason we're here on the 3rd is because... January 1st was on a Sunday, That's so right. we needed a legal holiday exactly. on the 2nd. So exactly. when, how could the 2nd ever not be? I just gave you an example of it. Say it again. Okay, I'll give you another example. Let's say January 1st falls on a Monday. 
Mm-hmm. When would you then start the work week? I would start the work week on... Tuesday, January 2nd. Possibly, yeah. Yes. I could see that. Do you see then how January 3rd is not famously the first work day? You know, I'm really tempted uh, to bring up some past years, and I, that's something that I'm There's only seven options for what day January 1st falls on. So you don't have to look at past years. In 2022... <laughs> okay, sure. What's, look at here, January 3rd, the first Monday, the first work day. Yeah, right. Okay, That's let's look at January 2021. 1st. Oh, my God. January 4th. Okay. January. Closer to the 3rd than it is to the 2nd. <laughs> right, but not. But the 3rd was a Sunday, right? So it wasn't famously and the first work day. And then 2020, look at this, another one I had already quoted, the 6th, first work day. I have not yet to no, see. No, 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 no. What do you mean the 6th was the first work day? The first Monday. That's different than, well, <laughs> the first, now you're saying the first Monday? Dave, I don't really want to spend much more time on I, this. I'd love to move off of this. But if you are trying to tell me that you think that if Wednesday, January 1st, do you think kids are going back to school January 3rd on no, Friday or not, Monday the 6th? I think a lot of people had to work that year on Thursday, January 2nd. I don't, look, I don't really know. I, I think you should go. Do you want me to go? No, but I, I do, but I need you here. Okay. But I don't want you here. I think I've been good. I, I, you know, I don't, I didn't come here wanting to talk about what day is the first work day of the year. Honestly, neither did I. Well, what happened? We've been talking about it for five <laughs> minutes now. Why are we doing that? I think maybe the... Maybe we've grown apart since we last spoke. Okay. okay. I wanted to start by talking about late. my top five things that I did or watched over the holiday break. Great. And I thought maybe you'd be a good person to chat about yeah, these yeah, things great. with. So one of the, my favorite things I did over the break was watch the movie Triangle of Sadness. Yeah, it was great. We watched it together. We loved it. I thought it was cool as hell. Uh-huh. What did you think? Yeah, I thought it was like really well done, um, funny, thoughtful, beautiful, beautifully shot, great performances, really good performances. I liked that it was filled with wacky, very uh, realistic feeling characters. Yeah, yeah, totally. And a little bit of a commentary. Well, more than a little bit, yes. It How, was, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What would you say the moral of the story was? What is the moral of the story? Well, capitalism is bad, basically. I mean, I think that's the easiest takeaway from it. Yeah. Something like that, you know. If just like first thought. Yes. In that movie, Triangle of Sadness, who am I? Who are you? Yeah. I think you're probably Yaya. Mm. Uh, The influencer girl. The influencer girl. The pretty girl. The pretty girl who... Becomes worried that her boyfriend is like, yeah, has like in a relationship with someone else in some way without giving away spoilers. I actually feel like I relate. I'm both Yaya and is her name Abigail, the other woman? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's good. In fact, there's a moment where they were both sitting on a beach next to each other. And I felt like that's like my two personalities. This is interesting. You like each other. You like to be two people 
like Daria and Quinn. Like mm. you like to be like, I'm half this, half that person. Yes, because first of all, I identify always as two different things because I think of my upbringing is like I was raised by such opposite different people that okay. I'll never really feel like one homogenous whole unit. Weird. And then also because I often feel like characters in movies and TV, no matter how hard we try, no matter how much change happens it's like there's especially female characters they're still usually only kind of one thing yeah yeah i hear what you're saying and so and i you know you contain multitudes thank you oh i was saying that's why you feel like you can't relate to just one character yeah do you relate to a character in that movie in triangle of sadness yeah i maybe the big fat guy you know who is just kind of like i mean a little bit I just liked him as a character. I think I, but he was also. I, we have different philosophies on life, mm-hmm. but he, I, his general like temperament and demeanor was something I aspire to. I guess I could see that for yeah. you. I have to say, and you probably remember this when we were watching the movie. There was like in the first act of the film. There's all this like excitement. Not really excited that I kind of made up, but like there's planning for this thing called the captain's dinner yeah and i was like it got me for some reason really excited that something big was going to happen at the captain's dinner yeah and i just remember one of my favorite parts of the movie was being excited for the captain's dinner okay cool yeah do you have any favorite viewing parts (laughs) (laughs) is Um, is this how conversations happen well i thought the third act was unexpected and Awesome, but I don't. But we can't really get into that without. If you haven't seen, it, I don't want to say what happened. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, what else did you do over the break? Your top five things that you saw or did? Yeah. Okay, okay so, um, you cooked chicken fajitas, uh-huh. and this, this is like <laughs> this is headline news. <laughs> this is headline news for all the listeners in the podcast. Is world. this podcast just like? Like second grade, what I did on my summer vacation. Basically. This episode is a little bit like that. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, I made fajitas. You helped. You made a you made like fresh pico de gallo and guac to go with it. Yeah, and, and I guess the moral of that story uh-huh. was that wait, it's actually so much easier to make things at home than you think. Like I well, feel like- you didn't. Okay, especially when you're not the one making them. That's true. For some reason, you... How is that your takeaway? You making chicken fajitas, I do identify as though I have made them. Yeah, you you didn't. I want to take back what I said about you helped now. (laughs) Why? Because you saw how much work it was to, like, you know, all those onions. I mean, it wasn't a ton of work, but... Well, you know, well, I was, made them. Well, it was a highlight of my... It was delicious. It was great. Yeah. You know? I, and I like to do this because I think even though I didn't go anywhere, we had kind of two and a half weeks off for the holiday. It's a staycation. Uh-huh. I'm like, how was it memorable? And for me, chicken fajitas made it memorable. Yes. It was a new, it was a new dish for us to make at home. Let's be clear. It's not like it was the only time we've ever cooked dinner at home. Oh, right? wow. That You sound like someone who is guilty of it being the only time we've ever cooked a dinner and going out of your way to make it sound like it wasn't. I know. I, I, maybe I sound like that, but I, I just want to make it clear why we're excited about it. Okay. And then the next highlight was we did a tasting menu at a, that was amazing. At a place called Orsa and Winston in yeah. downtown LA. And I kind of didn't I wasn't completely sold on going because tasting menus can be like 
one, they're really pricey. And so it's kind of a risk. It's like you're committing to this like hundreds of dollars of a price and you don't really know what you're being served. But I have to say... That's not always the case. But in this case, their menu changes day to day, just to be clear. It was so fun to sit there and not know what was coming and yeah. be surprised. Well, and they t- we knew it was coming. They gave us a menu. Uh, well, but sometimes those words, like when they describe the fancy dishes, like it just—you don't know. That's true. You don't know mean exact, anything. You don't really know what it's going to look like or taste like because it just says like, yeah, like mushroom soup with cod, and you're like, well, what does that mean? Is right. the fish in there? Or is the fish cooked separately on the side? Like, it's, yeah, it was very sparse descriptions. And as a person who has been pretty anti-surprise in every way, shape, or form, I'll testify to that. Like. It's been fun to just kind of put myself in experiences where I sit back and leave it to the professionals, so to speak. So that might be a little theme for 2023. We might get into that a little later in leave the Leave it to the pros? No, something you'll see. It's maybe a foreshadowing. Okay. And next on my list, highlights from winter break, sharing the house with COVID Dave. <laughs> Dave had COVID, I didn't, and we lived together, and I thought that was actually really fun because we kind of only really communicated when we sat outside, we wore masks. It was kind of sad, but also kind of we made it work in a good way. We stayed in different areas of the house. I couldn't believe that you didn't get COVID. Well, I was pretty strict, you know? Yeah, we did good. And... I felt like it kind of gave me a renewed sense of our relationship because we're living in such a different way, like almost somewhat like roommates, but also a little bit like we don't even live together. Well, we do. It just created a mystery and a separation that I found quite thrilling. Oh, maybe I'll try to get really sick for you like more frequently then. You don't even have to get sick. You could just stay in a different room. That's true. (laughs) Okay. Because then it was like fun to see you. And I get it. Yeah. It didn't. You know, I I was sick. Right. You didn't have the same. It was more like fun playtime for me. But for you, you were just sick. That's that's correct. Yeah. It was less fun for me. Was there anything fun about it for you? Well, what you're describing was kind of fun and interesting, I guess, but. It was also like, you know, pain in the ass to like wear a mask in my own house and everything. Did you have any takeaways from living separately together? Not not really. I, I, no. Oh. Sorry. Okay. Why? No. Was I just, supposed to? I just don't. Just like, Do you want me to go? It's like awkward. I feel like. I was sick. We had a different <laughs> experience. I don't know what you want me to say. Like, I wasn't reflecting on the like nature of our. <laughs> cohabitation at that time. Okay. I was just trying to be healthy again. Mostly my favorite thing is yeah. that when we sleep in separate rooms is waking up and then being able to like watch videos or play podcasts and like, you're not yeah, asleep. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Next to me, yeah. I don't want to, yeah, wake up to a video or a podcast. Yeah. So I want to get out of bed. Yeah, right. Wait, you painting yourself as someone that wants to wake up and start the day? Well, I'm not saying that I'm in a good mood when I get up or that I don't sleep very late. Okay. But once I'm awake, I'm I do not want to linger in That's bed. That's true. That is yeah. very true for okay. you. Okay. 
It's not. I'm not like saying I'm like I, a go getter in the morning. I feel like there have been years in our relationship where you are asleep and I like. <laughs> I feel like there have been years when I was. That's kind of true, actually. And you, so okay, you're. Li- it's like a Saturday morning, and I'm laying there awake, and you're asleep, and I'm like bored, but I can't like do anything that makes noise, and I'm like I'll just wait for him to get up, and then. I wake you up and then you're not even like down to lay in bed. You just like get up. So it's like I'm almost in this situation where do I wake him up? Don't pin this on me. Like, yeah, no, that's this correct. is all on me. Totally. Okay, I think, good. I'm like, do I wake him up so that I have someone to talk to or do I keep him asleep so I have someone laying next to me? It's such a weird way of framing your dilemma. <laughs> like you have you, you've permission to do whatever you want at that time. You could all, you could get up and do whatever you want in the rest of the house. That is true. And this also, is a, don't wake me up like I'm sleeping. It's a common like hot girl experience on TikTok oh, where girls like their their man is asleep and they're like, get just don't waste time, just get up and start your day without him. And that's something that I wish I would have done in my twenties. But I have to adjust donut. I have a feeling she might make a noise. There we go. Okay. I love Donut. Yeah. I love her. But I think you overestimate the podcast's uh, appeal. We'll see. If I were allowed to look at the phone to see what people are saying, we might, you know. No, that's just a distraction. You're not professional enough to handle that. Oh, Again, if you want me to leave, I'll go at any time. Are no. we done with the things over the break? Was there one more? There's two more. Okay. So it's a five-ish. Yeah, it's a five-ish. Yeah. Um, I listened to the new SZA album a yeah, lot. Yeah, good. Blasted in, it yeah. while you were asleep. In the wake, sometimes. <laughs> okay. And uh, the last thing on my list was I feel like I had really great social experiences. <laughs> what? It's such a general category. <laughs> it's such a wide, like, I feel like I had good social experiences. I don't know. That, like, could mean anything. Well, I'll tell you what it meant. Okay. Miranda and I went for a nice hike and a dinner date, and that I felt to be very... Okay. Is that what we're calling it? What? Okay. And then um, I went to my friend Lauren's house for Christmas Eve yep. and hung out with, you know. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you saw friends and, you know, that's cool. You yeah. Had good times. Yeah. It was good. Okay, cool. Are you you're jealous? I don't disagree. It's just a funny way of, of phrasing it as opposed to saying, like, I had some really good times with some great dear old friends or something, you know. My version is like focusing on the fact that social experiences are yeah. good for us. So okay. I'm like emphasizing. You're just learning that? that <laughs> we so. learned that last week here on My Pleasure. <laughs> hey, I mean, great. Yes, I'm all for social experiences. Did you listen to last week's episode? Uh, I don't think so, no. Okay. I did break down in tears thinking about Harris. I should just let no, you know. No, you mentioned that. And I yeah. thought about listening to it, and it, I didn't want to get sad myself listening to it, I think was part of it. And probably I'll listen to it at some point. When I I'm don't like, need you to listen. Okay. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, yeah, it's very sad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay. Anyways. do you Did you want me to cry this week or no, something? No, 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 no. Okay. No. Um, so, okay, let's move on to some segments. Um, my anti-sadness this week is my winter jacket. Okay. It's usually an activity, an anti-sadness. Yeah. 
but for me, it's really the comfort that my winter jacket has been providing. This is which me. one? The North Face one? Yeah. That's a good jacket. It, it's basically because I have not wanted to go on my walks because it's been so gloomy. It's been cold, rainy, wet. But I'm like, you know what? When I put my jacket on, that's yeah. really not a problem anymore. There's no okay. excuse left. All right. So I'm really leaning on that. Um, my taste of the week is any kind of raw fish with a citrus vibe. Yeah. Um, we man. had that at our tasting dinner. God, that was amazing. What was it? It was a compachi of some kind. No idea. Couldn't tell oh, okay. you. But I love like so the Hawaiian vibes of like a raw piece of fish with a little citrus, a little yeah. salt. It yeah. really just yes. makes me feel like the creature that I've always wanted to be. The ceviche vibes. Yeah. 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 The creature that you've always wanted to be. Yeah. Do you have a version of yourself like that? That I've always wanted to be? Yeah. With respect to anything eating like, raw fish or just like food? Like, what do you mean? Could be anything. You know, like f- another example is people who just have a small handful of almonds when they're hungry. Uh-huh. That I don't, that's like kind of become a negative thing I don't want to be anymore. Um, but definitely someone who just eats raw fish, like, on the ocean, uh-huh. in like the morning sun. Well, yeah, I, oh, <laughs> you're describing like paradise. Oh, <laughs> but I mean, all my friends are there. It's always my birthday. Yeah, that would be cool. <laughs> like, sure. It's warm. It's warm. You're very comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh. yeah. I mean, that all sounds amazing. Yeah. Is is that what does paradise mean? What <laughs> is that really? What do you mean? I want to know what the definition of it is. Do you, could you tell me? Uh, it's like a real or imaginary place where... That's what I'm curious. Of ideal circumstances, a Eden-like, uh, you know, Is if it's real or fake? Well, it can be used metaphorically as a real place. I mean, people, you know, oh, that place is paradise. You have to go or whatever. I mean, is an this ideal really or idyllic place yeah. of, or state. Okay. okay. Yeah. Well, just because is paradise, I guess my question is like, is paradise and fantasy? What's the difference? Is paradise in fantasy? No. What's the difference between the two? Paradise and fantasy? Yeah. Well, fantasy means a lot. Is this real? Dave, no, I'm, what do you mean? Is this Fa- real? Okay. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> fantasy means a lot of things, right? It, it for one thing, it's like a genre of like fiction. Yeah. Okay. You wouldn't write. I guess and I'm trying. And then to... it's also like a fantasy is also you know something that is usually more in your imagination and is less geographic, I would say, than paradise is. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know if I feel like you're re- like I know that, but I guess I'm curious, like. In my, f- if I wanted to fantasize about a life, mm-hmm. is my fantasy? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna sing. My paradise as well. Uh, it can be, I guess. Like it depends what you're fantasizing about. You might think you're more likely to fantasize about something that like can't, can't ever happen, or is like an experiential thing, uh-huh. as opposed to. You know, like a kind of like a location that is paradise. Yeah. Is paradise more of a location? I, not necessarily, not always, but I think it is more of a location than one's fantasy is. Fantasy just seems like a broader category of thing than 
Yeah, okay. I feel like you just kind of don't understand me, and so let's just change well, the subject. Well, that's possible, but I did answer the question earnestly. Yeah, but I feel I like can. you didn't. I feel like you you didn't. What was what was lacking? It got there at the end, but it's okay. Let's move on. So, are we cool? I, I <laughs> thought we were, but you, you seem upset. No, I'm fine. I'm everything... <sighs> Donuts upset. Donuts. (laughs) Okay. So let's move on to some trend predictions for 2023. I like that. That's good. So these are some ones that I've seen that I kind of like and I'm in support of. Where'd you see these? Like TikTok or internet? All over the place. All right. So one that I've been seeing a lot pop up a lot is. People think that mocktails and non-alcoholic drinks are really going to like... This would be huge for you. Yeah. And I'm into that as a person who doesn't drink alcohol and who's always been very curious about the the lifestyle, the details, the fun little parts of alcohol. Uh Uh-huh. And so I'm really excited to see some mocktails. What does this mean? And I'm not pushing back necessarily. I'm just curious. Like, what does it mean that that's going to be a trend? Like, we already, like, there's mocktails are pretty readily available. Does it just mean that, like, more and more restaurants will be serving mocktails or that, like, there'll be a... I think that the non-alcoholic beverage movement Uh is, like, here. And, like, there's big brands of non-alcoholic beverages that are, like, really spending money on marketing and, like, brand awareness, like Kenyu Forex. So you think we'll see more in the, like... Not just at, like, bars and restaurants, but in the, like, canned beverages or, for example. Well, that's what's like, already happening. Yeah, yeah, and so okay. with that wave, yeah. it's just... And also, like, Gen Z, people say, like, are kind of not as into alcohol. So it's okay, just, We're going to see a big non Is that true? Yes. Is it? Oh, okay. We're going to see a big non-alcoholic movement. And I'm just saying I like the sound of that. Yeah, sure. And if you're interested in dipping your toe into, like, an at-home mocktail situation... Now, I guess... Non-alcoholic beverages are different than mocktails. Yes. Because they're beverages that are supposed to taste like alcohol, I think, a little, or they have well, like those like, qualities. N- well, bitters. like non-alcoholic beer is a non-alcoholic beverage. I think it's kind of like the standard non-alcoholic beverage. Mm-hmm. And that's not a mocktail. That's just, yeah. right? I so, mean, but also water is a non-alcoholic beverage, obviously. Okay, like, good know. good point. Thank you so much. That is true. Um one of my favorite at home current mocktail recipes, yeah. not really a specific recipe, but I like to do sparkling water, pomegranate juice, and a little lime squeeze. Stunning. So Are I you just, still doing that? if you wanted to get ahead of the curve on like a little mocktail. Yeah, that sounds good. Ice? No check ice. A lot of ice. A lot of ice. Yeah. So usually you're not a nice person. Only in certain beverages. Like coffee. Yeah, yeah. when it really calls for it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And the other trend that I'm seeing around yes. people are predicting is like very spacey, futuristic, and like alien vibes appearing in fashion. Hmm. And so that and makeup. That is one where I could see how it gets extreme really quick. Yeah. I'm not necessarily into the extreme version of it. However, I do think like a sparkle of an alien vibe, a sprinkle of a moon princess. Yeah. Like Mm. 
This is not my thing. I got, but sure. What do you? I just anytime we're like putting glitter yeah. on our faces, and I, I feel like you're just like a little plain Jane. Well, kind of girl. I wouldn't say that, but I don't like. Whatever. I'm gonna sound like an idiot if what? I say this. I don't like a lot of makeup. That's okay. A I lot know, of guys don't. I know, but it's there's really like... not for guys. It's like this is truly stuff that's for the girls. Well, so you're okay. right, so. you're right on on you're in character in a good way. I'm in character, okay. I'm I didn't think I was. <laughs> I thought I was just telling you how I felt. <laughs> but okay. Hey, as long as I'm not in trouble, I'll no, take it. No, no. I think like space alien appear like themes appearing in fashion and makeup are like not for guys. And I think that is another big part of like the Gen Z theme of that. I would also add to the predictions list is like doing things for the girls, girls doing things to express themselves as an artistic thing and not like to be, uh, you know, attractive Attractive to to the male gales, male gales, the male male gales. Sure. Yes, of course. Sometimes some people call the male gays. I call it the male gales. <laughs> okay. As of now. As of now, yes. Oh, yeah. I've heard you talk about the male gales. Um, so for me, I could see, you know, a little hit of silver, a little sparkle kiss here and there. What's that? I don't really know. Right. Okay. But picture, you know, I would love like a silver thong to stick out of my jeans. Okay. Is like I don't know when that will really ever happen for me, but that's like something I'm picturing. Does this in, totally ignorant question here? Does this do things like alien neon green as a color? Does that also like fit into this world? I would like it to, but neon really had a big moment this past summer, okay. so I don't know if that's really going to work. But also, it's up to every individual, and I'm still feeling neon green, so it probably will come back for me. Okay, cool. Yeah. Great. Because the biggest rule in fashion is just do you. Yeah, so true. Yeah. That is the biggest rule. Learn the rules and break them. Is that famously the biggest rule? Yeah, the biggest rule. (laughs) And then the last trend prediction I thought was interesting and I related to is like people are really going to go big and hard on like events and parties this year. (laughs) What? <laughs> what the fuck? It's so funny. Just like, like, no, like, I don't know. It's just funny. The idea that like people don't usually like events and parties, but this year. It's true. Like in person live experiences. Yeah, it's been going on for a while. I totally agree. Yeah. I'm not okay. new to this prediction. Yeah. It's been post pandemic. It's so funny though. But I think it's like only going to, <laughs> what? It's. <laughs> I don't know, events and parties is like <laughs> the most popular thing since like <laughs> since like written history <laughs> is like <laughs> records people getting together to have events and parties. I don't know how it's a trend, but well, sure. It's caught my It's like eye. saying like people are this year people are gonna try to be happy and comfortable or something. <laughs> like, yeah, okay. Sure. Well, this is a second grade I'm sorry I said that. No, it's fine. Yeah. I think you're right. And I also think, though, that, like, I just felt it Mm -hmm. more so with my in-person experiences that I had towards the end of 2022. And I was like, oh, this is fueling me in a way that it hadn't in years past. Like, post, I'm, I think my post-COVID, like, 
party time is just getting started. Okay. You know, right. I think we've just we dipped our toe in in 2022, and it's like... Do you think, sorry, that's like a regional L.A. thing that people have been slower to, like, have large gatherings and parties in no. other parts of the country? No. Okay. Do you? I think that, like, a little bit, especially in sort of, like, our circle of usual friends and cohorts Mm -hmm. that people have been like more timid about large gatherings than other. Yeah. I mean, that's like a super like liberal bubble of like comedy writers. That's not really like my circle. Oh, I'm in like a more like young, like you're in like a, a more like young dirt, like MAGA circle of people. (laughs) (laughs) What are you trying to say? No, I just mean, you know, I'm not living in the rich person's COVID bubble. Okay. I didn't think I was either, but (laughs) anyway. Okay, sure. All right. Well, look, well, this, that's interesting. We'll see if events and parties have a moment this year or if people live as hermits for the first time in human history. We will see. Yeah. How do you feel personally? Do you feel like you're more inclined to attend events and parties? Man, I was. And and then I got COVID, but I guess now I'm good for a while. Yeah. In general, I'm sort of like, let's just, let's get it back to normal with the proper precautions, you know. Is any part of you more attracted to me that I didn't get COVID from you? Um, No, that doesn't really... Didn't I don't know. It what, doesn't make you see me as like this like healthy I special think it was girl. More just kind of like luck and you okay. know. I'm just checking. I, and you know what? I couldn't be any more attracted to you than I am already. Oh, yes. that's so. I mean, kind of nailed that, right? Yeah. Thank. Thank you. Ugh. Okay. So something that gets talked about a lot. Uh-huh. This usually means, like, by you or to you. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. We're yeah. really shifting gears here. Okay. Something that get talks, that's, gets talked about a lot is thing, things like mindfulness, meditation, inner peace, quieting the mind, yeah. right? Yeah. These are common mental health themes we've all been hearing about. Okay. But I think that I have stumbled onto a concept that offers a lot of the same benefits as those things, but it's talked about far less and is actually way more of a fun and thrilling yet simple concept. Do you have any idea what it could be that I'm talking about? Is this an ad read you're doing right now? No, this okay. is the research that I've presented. I'm ready to present. No, I don't know. Where is this headed? I'm re- Hit me. I'm talking about the concept of awe. Oh, I love awe. Really? Yes, didn't have a, I, I'm the I'm the awe guy. Come on, Let, let's get into it. Yeah. Okay. So, I'm going to talk a little bit about this New York Times article I read about the concept of awe. But before I do that, I want to tell you about some times recently that I think I may have felt awe. Okay. We're talking about awe, A W E, for people who as uh, opposed to. I don't, it's not a word you say all yeah, the time. Yeah, I guess it is like, like a weird, that's fair. And like you hear it and you go like, what? Okay, yeah. sure. Go ahead. All right. So good. sometimes I felt awe recently. Yeah. Looking at Alcatraz Island from San Francisco. Huh. I was, I feel like I was overcome with some awe. And 
when I stare at my dog, Donut, yeah. I feel awe yeah. a lot. Okay. Do you have any recent interactions with awe or anything you want to say before we dive in? Felt awe in Italy, hmm. on the coast. That was big. Those There were many big moments of awe there. Mm-hmm. And in Rome, seeing, like, you know, ruins and that kind of thing is, like... Uh, that sort of like humbling overcome with awe feeling. Okay. Yeah. So Those if you don't, the ones that came come to mind. Quickly. In case you don't know, awe is the feeling of being in the presence of something vast that transcends your understanding of the world. Yeah. And while many of us associate awe with dramatic, life changing events, the truth is that awe can be a part of everyday life. Awe can be triggered from moments like seeing the Grand Canyon or witnessing an act of kindness. And so there's this doctor, mm. Dr. Keltner, and in the article, he says that awe is critical to our well-being, just like joy, contentment, and love. And his research suggests it has tremendous health benefits yes. that include calming down our nervous system yes. and triggering the release of oxytocin, the love hormone that promotes trust and bonding. Yeah. I, I had read that feelings of awe are um, related to, like... Um, they can even reduce inflammation. What? Yeah, which is very cool. Like, isn't it crazy that this thing that we never really talk about and it's kind of hard and to qualify it's has... A little, it's a little nebulous, like, when exactly you're feeling awe. Yeah. Yeah, but it is... You kind of know it when you're feeling it, right? Like, it's made me just suddenly become obsessed with capturing it. Like, I want to bottle it. Yeah, don't you remember when we were in Italy and we talked about, like, what do we want to get out of this trip? And I was like, I want, I'm want. i looking for moments of awe. That's what I said. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I think you really impressed everyone with that answer, too. Well, I think if nothing else, you kind of stole this from me. I didn't. I was... What no, the fuck? I'm kidding. <laughs> um, now, I want to get to the most important part of this. Okay. Awe also has psychological benefits. Many of us have a critical voice in our head telling us we're not smart, we're not beautiful, we're not rich enough. But awe seems to quiet this negative self-talk by deactivating the default mode network, the part of the cortex involved in how we perceive ourselves. Part X. What? Remember from the documentary? What documentary? The Stutz documentary? Oh. Wait. Was that what it was called? I don't remember. The Netflix documentary that Jonah Hill made about his therapist. Yes, it, it was, was amazing. It, Highly recommend. Yeah, I thought it was really good. It's called Stutz. And he has different, he has his own sort of like vocabulary. And one of them is part X, which is that part of you that is like negative, you know, loops, voices in your head saying oh. you're not. It's the sort of like villain within, if you will. It's like the part of you that says like, ah, just don't go for that or like you're not good enough or like oh you stupid idiot or like you're so fat or whatever like the void you know the the self-doubt and that like the sort of you know hero's journey therapy wise is to sort of like defeat part x in some way so this is actually one of my favorite parts of awe because if nothing else it just literally gives us a break from ourselves like awe serves that simple yet necessary purpose and i always think of this like when i'm sometimes coloring in my adult coloring books and i'll be like oh this is so dumb like like this is i'm a baby but then i'm like no you know what dude like 
you're actually just not on your phone right now. So this is valuable time. And I feel like that's what awe provides. It's like, it makes, it just, even if it didn't offer you what this amazing vision experience that you're having, it simply takes away the negative voices for a moment. Yeah. Yeah. And so it has like this double benefit. Totally. It's like a tiny bit of ego death or something. It's like a small dose of just sort of like, yeah, not of everything you're talking about there. Right. Of like, oh, nothing else matters. Yeah. Almost like when my dance teacher says, like, leave it at the door. Only thing Uh, that matters this next hour is this ballet class. Sure. That's a little different. But yes, I guess those things are all related in some way. So let's talk about how to find awe. Yeah. Awe often comes from novelty. So gravitating toward the unexpected can set us up to experience awe. Yeah, for sure. Some people do this more than others. Um, I'm someone who doesn't do that naturally. And so I think this is a place where it'll be very easy for me to pick up on some awe, just making different new weird choices in life. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Like... Okay. What? Well, I was just going to say, like, yeah, I think that, like, a lot of times you'll run into situations, like, especially when you're traveling, right? Traveling is a great place to experience awe because you're seeing it's novel and you're, like, away from your day-to-day stressors and everything. Mm -hmm. And I think that, like, being open to things like getting lost in a city and not worrying necessarily about, like, where you are mm. it, uh, is the kind of thing that can lead you to awe. And I think that tends to be the kind of thing that I'm not trying to pick on you, but that, like, you normally want to, like, know what we're doing and have a plan yeah. and not just, like, amble around. Yeah. But, like, not knowing what's around the next corner is the kind of thing that leads to awe often. Yeah. Because there's a surprise novelty element there. I think that that you're right. And I would like to be someone that is more open to that. Because it's almost like the opposite of instant gratification, right? It's like I have no idea what's coming. Right. And it might not be gratifying. Yeah. And that's a little scary. But we also, like, there's other... I do think it can be part of your everyday life, too, you and I take a walk around the neighborhood. We usually take, or when we do it together, we usually take the same path, right? Mm-hmm. And there's like a certain part where we get to the top of a hill. And if you look backwards, right, there's yeah. like a beautiful vista of mountains. Oh, and yeah. that usually provides us like, because it always looks a little different. Sometimes there's clouds. Sometimes it's like sort of a pink moment. Sometimes it's dark or sometimes the light's hitting it in a different way. That's like, you know, Every day, every time we remember like, oh, let's turn around and look at this thing. Yeah, that's that's a good example. You know, it makes you just go like, ah, it makes you just like breathe easier for a minute. I mean, this is sort of whatever, uh, corny and obvious, but yeah. (laughs) Babe, corny and obvious fit in very well here at My Pleasure Studios. (laughs) A very, speaking of corny and obvious. Yeah, go ahead. Is that where your headquarters are? The corner of whatever. The corner of corny and obvious. Okay. Um. Speaking of corny and obvious, choosing a restaurant you don't usually visit, taking a different route to work, or checking out some music you aren't familiar with totally. are all simple ways to find I saw awe. someone, just to tie ideas together, someone 
there was a recent thing about like life hacks or something again, corny and obvious, but one of the things that people recommended doing was when you go to a new place, listen to a new album, listen to an album you've never heard. I talked about this last week on this show. Oh, sorry. Okay. What, where, what, what was that from? I think I had sent you a Twitter. Yeah. I sent you a lot of self-help stuff last week. Yeah, you really did. I know. It's overloading. You can't, I can't look at. I know, but I'm going to tell you this, what I told my listeners last week. I'm telling you this for my own, I'm doing it for you. Isn't that from that Netflix show that I haven't seen? Um, I I don't know what I'm talking about. But. I think it's like a guy who kills people and he says, I'm doing it oh, for you. Okay. But, um, you? I, is it to show you? Yes. Okay. I send you those things so that we can like talk about them. No, you remind co- me. I, I understand. You know? But Look if you send you just me, did it. yes, that happened to be like one of the things I caught, but you sent me, if that had been the only thing you sent me that week, then I would have <laughs> looked at the whole thing. But you sent me that and then other tweets and then like four TikToks in a row. I and really, I don't know which of them are going to be like cute dog things or like recipes or like <laughs> here's the way to change your life. Or, you I know, have like, become a Facebook aunt. To me only. Yeah. Like I, that's the problem is that I'm your target. <laughs> and it's generally fine because, you know, whatever. But like, if you want me to get the most out of it, I think maybe. I always am trying to cut down on what I send. I, I do it's take that note. Not showing that you're <laughs> trying to cut down. Um. So yeah. this doctor also wrote that people who find awe all around them are more open to new ideas, yeah, to what course. is unknown, and to what this is a kicker. They're more open to what language can't describe. Uh, How cool good. is that? Yeah. Sure. Can Makes you sense. Even what is what is what could we? I mean, we by, almost by definition can't put it into words. Fucking cool, man, dude. So, all of this to say that I am really sold on awe. I think, by the way, even just announcing your intention to seek out awe will help you find awe. Oh yeah, because you know, like you're. Then you're programmed to be like, oh, this is, okay, take this in for a moment. We're we're all being programmed right now. (sighs) You will buy tickets to my show. No, sorry, that was the worst (laughs) example ever of a joke. I'm really not funny, I'm sorry. (laughs) When I try to make a joke, it's just like, wow. Get her off the stage. Um, So... (laughs) I what, don't, what is the alternative to you trying to make jokes? Like jokes just kind of happen? Just existing just and then existing. people laugh sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saying, That's my like, comedy. Yeah, okay. <laughs> comedy of existence. <laughs> I don't really know how to find awe, but I'm definitely going to... You just told... You just described it. Well, I don't sorry, know. I like, no specifics are coming to mind. You know what I mean? Like... If you ask me right now, I'd be like, wake up. Uh, I don't know. You walk. just said, go to a restaurant, go travel. Like That's true, but I you don't... said, like, you know, look, announce you that you're just, seeking it out. All of those it things. It can't just appear. But what I'm saying is I'm going to continue to focus on making different choices, saying yes to things. Mm-hmm. And then my final point kind of at the day was like, mm. I hear a lot mm. about having boundaries, about saying no, about if it isn't a hell yes, it's a hell boundaries no. Boundaries are having a hot... Like few years, it yeah. seems like everybody loves boundaries. But now. so actually, I have a counterpoint to all that. Hit me, I love it. I'm revisiting how I view that advice of like, if it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. And I'm saying that maybe this year I'm going to say yes to some not hell yeses 
Okay. In search of finding awe. That's cool. Like, what's an example? Seeing where that takes me. Well, I don't know. Like, I think just like job opportunities that I maybe would be like, "Mm." or like a weekend of stand up in a weird city or something. Yeah. Yeah. Or an event or a party. (laughs) I heard those are going to be hot this year. We're back to those. I heard people are going to be having events. Or, you know, paradise versus fantasies. We're bringing it full circle. You really did it. Didn't didn't quite didn't make quite sense. land it. It doesn't like you could make sense of it, but yeah, that's it's, fine. Yeah, you know. Um, and then the last little list I have here of basic ideas for awe are music, children, animals, architect architecture, oh god, nature, and possibly an act of kindness. Yeah, that's that is good. bestowed upon you or that you bestow on yeah, someone bestow else on can someone provide else. you that, with awe. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, sure. So. And that's kind of it for today. Oh, it is? Yeah. Okay, cool. How are you feeling? Any final thoughts on our topics? My back hurts a little bit. I From just realized, yeah, I've been hunched over the whole time and I regret oh, that. No. Yeah, it's my own fault. Um, but other than that, feeling good. It's nice to just kind of like sit across from a table and look you in the eye for a while. Really? Yeah, of course. Wait, Not what be do you on like our phones. What do you mean? <laughs> what do I like about it? <laughs> So you think I'm really pretty? Well, of course. Oh, okay. That's one factor in why it's enjoyable. Okay. And Mean Girls, when she's like, so you agree, you think you're really pretty. Oh, yeah. When is that? It's when, I think, I kind of want to look it up to confirm, but I think it's like her asking, Regina asked Lindsay Lohan if she thinks she's pretty. Let me look it up because I am going to tell you why this is important. While you're looking that up. Yeah. So they're going to make a movie adaptation of the musical, which was adapted from the first movie, which is adapted from a book. Is that? Do I have that correct? I think so. That's wild, man. You sound like the guy who would know. Um, so she goes, yes, yeah, so you agree. You think you're really pretty. And when I was in middle school and I hung out with the most popular girl in school, I went to her house and she asked me, are you vain? Because we're all vain. What? Yeah. And I thought she was asking me like it was a bad thing. But she was she like. She was like, you need to, if you're going to be in with us. Yeah. You, that is the weirdest, most self-aware thing I've ever heard. It was pretty, it was pretty cool. I was. No. Oh, no. Well, I don't know. I guess like owning your, I mean, vanity is rough. If you know? you're the prettiest girl in school and you know it. That's different than being vain. Mm. Knowing that you're pretty and having an inner confidence or believing that you're pretty, regardless of your looks, well, is you're also very different than being vain. That hot girls in middle school know exactly what vain means, and they might not. That's interesting. She may have just thought it meant like hot. And we, we were ca- like looking She may have thought that it meant, well, that's asked. vanity. Yes, that's sort of the, okay. there's a reason vanity sperm figurine comes with a little mirror. Mm. Uh, and then yeah. one time in high school, when I hung out with the one of the with the hottest, prettiest girl in high school, what was her name? Well, I don't want to say first name. Okay, don't say. It fine. is a really cool name, but I'm not going to say it because I. What the hell? I know, but um, we we were I think we were freshmen, and so 
None of us had licenses, but she was so, like, cool and a bad girl. She drove her parents' car to Walgreens. And I was like, oh, let's get some Charleston shoes. Yes. And I got us Charleston shoes. And then I went to her house again the next day because you know me. Like, I I have a back-to-back hands. Yeah, you love that. Yeah. And I remember seeing the Charleston shoes, and I was like, oh, you still have them. And she's like, oh, no, I already went out and bought more boxes. And I always felt like I showed the cool girl Charleston shoes. Wait, wait, wait. No, it's not worth repeating. More boxes? How many Charleston shoes was were they going through? Uh, just she just got she liked them. The point yeah. is she liked them okay. and she they got are, more. Man, I haven't had a Charleston shoe in a minute. They are so good. I know, and they're not really like cool kids don't really know about um, them. Yep, kind of, you kind of yep. have to have a really old parent. Oh yeah. You have to have an old parent. There's no other way to find out about <laughs> Charleston shoe. <laughs> What? They're really good in the fridge, too. They're good in the fridge. Absolutely. We have They're to also... stop talking about this or we're both going to... No, I feel to... like we're going to rip each other's clothes off <laughs> and start <just> like <laughs> running to Walgreens to get them. Dude, don't tell me. I would eat... I would pound a chew right now. God, they're good. Now, what you were just... Your classic, like... Original flavor, right? You don't go for that strawberry shit. No, I, okay. I... Or chocolate, I think. Sure, in this moment, do those sound great, no, too? No, but no, 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 I agree. Yeah, original. Good, original. good, 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 good. Okay, we're cool. We can still get married. I'll get... Can we? <laughs> I'll get us some um, tomorrow on my way home from work. No, don't. Okay, but maybe... Yeah, Let's really talk good. about it. Okay, we'll talk later. Um, well, Dave, thank you for being oh, here. Oh, thank you so much for having me in my own dining room. <laughs> And to those listening, I do think I'm doing some stand-up dates in Florida. Also, this weekend, I'm going to be in Phoenix. Hell yeah. So you can get tickets to those shows at estheronice.com. And I think that's it for now. But I really appreciate everyone. What? I just, I realized that it could also be Esther. Oh, nice. Oh. But it's not really. There's an H kind of missing. Oh, nice. <laughs> Stupid. I'm sorry. I ruined it. Worth saying, though. Well, it's close. Yeah. Yeah. So, estheronice.com for tickets to see my stand up shows. I've been, uh, I've really been working on my stand up the last couple of weeks at the comedy store. I feel like I'm excited about some new I bits. I can't wait to hear how I'll be mocked and made fun of. There are definitely ones I want to do before you see them and tell me I can't do them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? We'll talk about it later. You don't really care. It's okay. I do care. It's fine. Whatever. Do whatever. Just say whatever you have to. We love you guys. Thanks for being a part of the My Pleasure universe. You are smart, funny, intelligent, curious, happy, and cool, and sad. And we love you, and we'll see you guys next week.